0: You are listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast. In this episode, we talk about the latest Disney news, including the parks closing in Shanghai due to the outbreak of the coronavirus. Also, we discuss David's continuing Year of Disney challenge and his exploration of early Walt material, reaching all the way back to his Kansas City days.
1: Are you ready? Let's go! People trying to figure out what's fair. Some people think lottery is fair. Let yeah. everybody walk in and hit the hit the hit the app first come first serve. And then other people are like, well, yeah, but I'm willing to stand in line for three hours. Yeah, uh, somebody that came after me. It's a good shouldn't, point. Shouldn't get in first. And Early bird
0: gets the worm, as yeah. they say. I recently. Um, stayed in line for 12 hours for free chicken sandwiches at chick-fil-a <laughs> so i mean i if i would be really bummed if they made it a lottery after i'd slept all night in a parking lot i know i actually thought about degree. that
1: when you when i knew you were doing that for uh for the opening of chick-fil-a is there a Which, chick-fil-a in disney world
0: Welcome to another episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. Yeah. I'm Dustin. I'm David. And we are excited to be with you again today to talk about all things Disney. It's what we love to do, just fans of Disney, chatting about all the latest things in the Disney World, so David, how was your week, man? It was great. It was really good. How was yours? Fantastic. Now, any trips to Disney this week? No, I wish I wish, but ah, uh, no. me me neither. I've been home right. and, um, at the grind, getting some work done, but I'm excited to be here talking about. There's some new stuff that happened this week. I thought we'd start there with some yep. maybe some the latest news that we've saw and some things we've experienced this week with Disney. So, would you? I, I, what have you What have you seen this week that's got you excited or got you got you thinking about?
1: Well, uh, I, I, it was actually it was just funny because I just saw uh, a story about a live-action Bambi. And uh, the funny thing was that we just had Wait, this- wait Bambi— th- I, that's all I said. Live action, Bambi. live remake. action Bambi. Yeah. I had, I, okay. The funny thing was that just I was with a friend yesterday. It sounds like uh, a joke. We were talking about <laughs> we were talking about all the movies that they've made remakes of, and all the ones that we knew were, that were coming. And we walked out and said, you know, pretty much it's like they're going to remake everything except Bambi. And then I look online. They got to change I was, a couple things. You know, what if like, his, how, do you think his mom will still? Die? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Or, you know, if it's in the right kind. I can't imagine. I, I see. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, um, the hunting culture. I, I just, I, it'll be interesting how they how they handle this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. Interesting. That's a classic, man. They're they're yeah. not. No, there's no sacred cows. They're going after. They'll remake anything, won't they? I guess so. I wonder what's next. I don't
1: know. Oh, well, the next is Mulan. Mulan is coming out. I'm excited. <laughs> and about this. in Cruella in 2021. Well, that's funny. And those two are next. This may not be the time,
0: but you know, I saw Mulan for the first time last night. Yeah. How did you, how did you miss that? Okay. I have no, I guess when it came out, I was just a little, I think it was, was it 98 or 99? 98. Okay. I was in college, like okay. freshman, sophomore year of college. And I guess I was just a little too old to, yeah. to have caught it. Um, but I watched it with my kids last night, and even through the years, I don't know how we've we've missed it. But um, my three of my boys were home. We had a movie night, and it was great. I mean, it's a great movie In my, there were several times I laughed out loud. I thought Eddie Murphy was fantastic. I didn't never realize that it was, he sort of reprised that role for donkey and Shrek, you know, it's sort right. of very similar, very similar. Um, but I thought, I thought it was the, the kind of the culture surrounding it was, was pretty cool. I thought the kind of the inside jokes for adults, that some of these movies like Aladdin kind of have that you have to be quick to kind of catch. Right. I thought that was great. I thought the music was really clever and catchy. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. My kids laugh. They they were thrilled with it. They watched Mulan two this morning because they couldn't. Wow. They just couldn't stop. They're like, "Well, we have to watch Mulan 2. and yeah. um, it, it was a great experience. Yeah. I loved it. Your, your boys are ages from. Eleven to four. My eleven year old was spending the night at grandparents, so it was my eight year old and um, my six year old and my four year old who so all
1: loved it. You Absolutely have it. you have all boys and you're younger. I have three, I have two daughters and mm-hmm. a son, but mine are teenagers, older teenagers, uh so I remember uh when that Mulan uh sequel came out that was my kids watched that Milan sequel i think maybe the sequels always get a bad rap but my kids watched the sequel quite a bit i mean that was one of their favorite sequels of yeah all. they said i asked them if they liked it and they said they they enjoyed it um it was never one of my the sequels are never <laughs> they're never my favorite they don't have the budget yeah. they don't have the the, the voice but, actors it's yeah, it's, it's kind of but they watched they watched that a lot i remember it's interesting because you have uh you know you have you have four boys and again i had having two daughters are what our kids watched yeah was probably uh different and it's always interesting to hear what they thought and because four guys watching mulan for the first time well they
0: were they were really kind of it was awkward during that the scene where um mulan is taking a bath in the in the in the kind of <laughs> in the river or the yeah. and and it's, and then all these dudes, all these other soldiers, sort of come and join her, and I'm, I'm like, all of a sudden I'm nervous. You know, I know it. I know it's Disney. It's a cartoon. It's been, I haven't I'm But I, I really don't know a lot about the movie, and it's awkwardly funny. It's hilarious. But my kids, I'm watching them, and they're like kind of squeamish, and they're looking around like they're not sure if they're allowed to laugh or not. <laughs> and uh, but it was great. It was really kind of an. It was a well done moment that kind of. I think part of the awkwardness of it all really gets across, kind of the. Um, the comedy aspect, and also kind of the things that a girl in that situation would struggle with. Right. Um, but I thought it was great, start to finish. The characters were great. The this. It was funny. Um, all the things you want in a Disney movie. I well, mean, it's you
1: great. Got a, you got a new re- remake coming. And I'm excited because I think so. there'll be things different. I was, there, I was sitting oh, there thinking. Yeah, I
0: think it will be. over. Probably overthinking while I was there. Like th- th- there were s- certain jokes and phrasings and some of the songs where I'm thinking, I wonder if this would be made like this in 2020. Right. Um, you know, there's times change. Cultures change. Right. Our politics today are different. Um, again, I didn't think anything was inappropriate at all you know, in my view, but I always have that that kind of radar now of would this work today? In you know, could they get, would somebody be mad about that that yeah. they just said? Um, there's a lot of like kind of uh, um, some sexism innuendo of there's kind of the culture of like right. an all male army. They didn't want the girl there, and comments made and and things like that. And I'm curious, uh, like. When the remake comes out, how that's going to be portrayed? I'm really, I'm excited for the remake. Really am. Yeah, it's going to be good. We talked about that in the last episode, but I took us off track with what I saw this week because Mulan. You know, you brought Mulan well, up. We were talking about we were talking news. about remakes, remakes,
1: and, uh, and the, Bambi. The Seeing Bambi. I also saw that that uh, I didn't, I had not heard about this. That there's a Bo Peep short coming to Disney Plus January 31st about what happened to Bo Peep on the lamp and how she. Left the antique shop, I guess. And have you watched a lot of the Disney shorts on on Disney Plus? I, I've watched a lot of the older ones. Just so the, these are things you've things seen before, I've seen before, right? Yeah. I think that's a cool little feature of Disney
0: Plus yeah. is to have
1: them all there, you know, in one place to kind of kind
0: of cycle through.
1: They've got a lot of. I, I saw that there's there's a lot of Mickey Mouse shorts out there. Yep. They've picked some of the best and some of the most classic ones, and then uh, I wish they would get some more of the classic Donald Duck and Goofy shorts on there. I haven't seen those on there, but, uh, there's a few where they're all in there together, but some of the ones that are, uh, is there still favorites?
0: some on Netflix probably contractually that, you know, won't come over. There was, there was like a, a few of it was, I, don't, I don't know if there were shorts, but it was like, um, the Mickey mouse on Netflix was older Mickey mouse cartoons mm-hmm. and my kids wore those out, you wow. know, a few years ago, like the one where, um, the, um it's a, there's a Halloween one where the witch
1: Donald and the witch kind of go back and forth. That uh, one I think is is on Disney, might plus. Be on Disney Plus. I just saw that one recently, but I don't it's remember. It's fantastic. Where I, saw I love that. I love it. it. It's called uh, I think it's called Trick or Treat. Yeah, Trick or Treat. Yeah, That's, I think that is the title of it. Yeah, and Huey, Dewey, Louie are yep. trying to get candy, she helps. She helps him get candy from Donald. That is a good one. And there's Mickey
0: and the Beanstalk, which is not really a short, but that's a, that was on Netflix. I've seen that quite a few times. Oh, okay. Is it on Disney Plus?
1: Have you seen it? I haven't. I haven't noticed if it's there. I, I would assume it's there. The original movie is called Fun and Fancy Free. Okay. Uh, from the '40s, and it was. Uh, it was Mickey and the Beanstalk, and then another movie called Bongo. But I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed if that's there. Well That's a. Great, all my kids have like mo- because we've we've owned so many of these movies for so long. I've just really focused more on what's new and the things I haven't. All the new content and, uh, but we we actually did just go through the whole list as a family. We were looking, and I can't remember if if uh, Mickey Mickey was in the Beanstalk was there. Okay, I got
0: a question. So I was surfing through Disney Plus, and. I saw that the movie Willow was on there. Is that Ah. a Disney movie? You know, is I, it one not, of the studios, I guess? I, I think it's because of, with the mergers. Is that a Fox thing, you think? I don't know. I All don't I know, know is I loved Willow as a kid. I never yeah. realized that it was connected with Disney. I need to do some research on that before I ignorantly bring it up on the podcast. <laughs> but I saw that, and I'm telling my kids, we gotta watch this, we gotta watch this. And they're like, no, nah. I'm trying to convince them this is, I remember it being really good. Of course, I haven't seen it since I was probably 10 years old yeah. or 11 years old. So um, I don't, it may be terrible on a second watch, but that's Val Kilmer. And um, I think that was one of his first kind of, Breakout movies And okay. I'm excited about Checking Willow out Again pretty soon So right. But we more news Sorry I get, I get talking about Disney
1: Plus and What we've seen So no, anything I, else I don't know that I, I, I Any other news That I saw The past week Was uh, anything surprising It just seems like A lot of A lot of refurbishments A lot of construction Walls in the parks yeah. That seemed like Other big news Is this the time of year They typically do that Well I know a lot um, of The things like Splash Mountain Usually get refurbed In, in, in the winter And uh, you know Grizzly River Run And uh, even the water parks, I think typically get just their refurbishment. The it it's seems like traffic. more than ever, maybe because even when we were at Epcot earlier this, uh, earlier in January, I mean, there's just so many, uh, so many construction things going on already. So if Test Track is under refurbishment and I know that Spaceship Earth is going under a big refurbishment, mm-hmm. it's like, man, there's going to be a lot down and a lot, uh, it's like, man, there's it's it's hard to it's hard to figure out how to plan a trip if you're trying to go off season. Yeah, uh, when things close, it's like how do you so crowds go? are down, but maybe some things will be closed. Crowds so. are down, but yeah, your favorite ride might be closed. Mm. So we we typically, uh, unfortunately, only have only get to go when the crowds are. I mean, yeah. we're either there spring break, fall break. Christmas break or in the summer, and so uh, well, we're there when the crowds are there. So we usually don't deal with a lot of. Uh, when we were there, the train was closed because of Tron construction, but. So uh, I, think that, to, uh, I think that um, was the only thing that was even down while we were there. Move to Florida. We should move Move to Florida. I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it now. Thought, but uh, my, my son's thinking about going to school in Florida. There you go. You go visit not him. Not very far from Orlando. All so right. there may be a reason to uh, get an annual pass after all this. There so. you go. make him a resident first, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, let well, him by I guess he will you. be if he's down there for four years.
0: Yeah. So finally, it looks like we talked a little bit about the queuing system for your ride rise of resistance yeah then all the problems with that but I saw that on the other flip side
1: smugglers run now they're offering fast pass four I, I, which my, my, actually I got my son texted me that this week that he saw that they were the smugglers run at, I guess at Disney world has fast passes I don't know if it does at Disneyland but uh they it, it was I, I saw several I watched several vlogs this week I was really surprised that that still uh, there's still you know the whole what's the best way to get people on these rides was still very much being talked about and I mean we it it was uh it was one of the, it was one of the greatest rides I've ever ridden and mm-hmm. especially not knowing what it was going to be like and oh, rise of resistance rise of resistance. Yeah. but getting on it was that was pretty stressful and <laughs> uh you know when you I I, I I can't even imagine what they're dealing with when they got that many people coming to the parks everybody wants to ride that ride and to think that you might be down there a week and not be able to get on right that ride is just it's crazy yeah if i went um you know you you
0: think you for someone like us who live a little bit away to make that effort and investment mm-hmm. and and go in and, and not be able to ride— Right, that would be that would be a big deal
1: for me. Well, I think I told you, and I the when when we went down there, we had been told, you know, you're going to board with your with the app, and then basically first come first serve, whoever gets through the gate first. And we were like we were like tenth in our line. I think there, I don't know how many lines there are getting into Hollywood Studios, but maybe fifty. I don't really know. I, I actually tried to look it up, but I couldn't find out how many. Uh, You know where you do your magic band. I couldn't find out how many there were, but uh, maybe 50. We were like 10th in our line. So I'm thinking maybe there's 500 people in front of us. And we got there two hours before park opened. By the time park was getting close to opening, I mean, there were thousands behind us. Mm. I mean, it was a huge crowd. And so we think they're going to open at seven and let everybody in. We're going to hit that app. Then they let Everybody in instead at six thirty, and there were a lot of locals and people that were there for their second and third try- time trying to ride their ride that were completely caught off guard because this was no one had seen them do this. They thought, right. wait a minute, and so when everybody's going through the gate and hitting the apple, it's not it's not live till seven. Mm. So uh, there was thirty minutes of this massive packed in crowd in the street of Hollywood studios and people are trying, you know, one knows what's going on. So people are trying to break in front of each other. And it was just so congested. And you're just wondering like, am I going to get on? I mean, and, and we did meet people that we got there at five in the morning and we met people that walked up at six thirty who got on the ride hours earlier than we did. We were in boarding group 76. The woman right in front of us was boarding group 61. And we met mm-hmm. people in the day that, Walked up at the gate near seven o'clock, and they got boarding group like twenty nine, and so I I was just wondering, man, how I mean, I wonder how many people didn't get on at all. Yeah, and uh, what I, you know, what what it It probably is in their interest not to
0: release all that information. You know what I mean? Like you don't want anybody to know. It, It it's probably could be random. Yeah, it could, I, uh, so, I don't know how they do but that. There,
1: but there, I've, I've seen several other articles and you know people trying to figure out what's fair. Some people think lottery is fair. Let yeah. everybody walk in and hit the hit the hit the app first come first serve, and then other people are like, well, yeah, but I'm willing to stand in line for three hours. Yeah, uh, somebody that came after me, it's a good shouldn't, point. Shouldn't get in first. And,
0: Early bird gets the worm, as yeah. they say. I recently. Um, stayed in line for twelve hours for free chicken sandwiches at Chick fil A. <laughs> so I mean I if I would be really bummed if they made it a lottery after I'd slept all night in a parking lot. I know I actually thought about degree. that
1: when you when I knew you were doing that for uh for the opening of Chick fil a Is there a Chick fil
0: A in Disney World?
1: Um, no, I don't know. I've never pro- there needs uh, to be. I'm sure there's one. Nearby. They would be closed on Sunday, though. It's I don't not know. In, it's, that not would work. it's not in the park, yeah, though. But maybe one I'm in spring sure or springs, one in springs. Yeah. No, there's not one there either. But there's totally. there's probably one nearby. I'm joking. I, I don't. I can deliver with without Chick fil A for a little but while. But I did think about that. That's like I, I thought about that. Was like people that stood in line at Universal for the Hagrid motorcycle roller coaster for ten hours and what, ten like hours. They were. Wow. I saw people on that. Yeah, that first few days. Of Man, it's stood amazing. In line all day long to be the, one of the first to ride it. Fandom amazes
0: me what we'll do. You know, for something we love, and again, it, it, you got to kind of have a. It's not so much. There are some people who will like look and say, like, "I can't believe I would never," but you do it for something. Yeah. Everybody would do it for something, and and again, part of it, like the Chick Fil A thing, my son and I talked about doing it right yeah. together, yeah. and it was an experience. We slept in a tent. You know, it, we it wasn't comfortable at all, but you know, it's what you make of it. It's yeah. kind of the the event of it all. What you're getting. It's not so much that. I needed free chicken sandwiches. Or... But it was a lot
1: of fun to get a... It's fun. That's a lot of yeah. When you a got a lot of chicken sandwiches, it's a lot of chicken sandwiches. It's a great deal. Now I can maybe go to Disney World, you know, sooner. Yeah, you're than... think of all the money you're saving on on food
0: this year, and you can save up exactly. But you know, I, I think that it is amazing. Like um, everybody has a fan of something, and will wait for something that's important to them. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's that's why that's why I've really enjoyed this podcast. You know, as we started this, and I'm doing this little year of disney kind of fast myself and just one of the things i i really wanted to think about in this journey for some reason is why do i love this so much Mm -hmm. why why has this been such a big part of my life and because we you know when we were were first talking about even doing this i think you you called me a fanatic and i was like i'm not a fanatic it's that that guy over there that's the fanatic i don't i don't you know, I, I, I I'm sure there are people way more fanatical. I, I I like the movies. I like to go to the parks. That doesn't feel that fanatical. It's, it's like I I don't, cons- I don't, my house isn't decorated yeah. in Disney. I don't I don't dress in Disney. You every think day it's kind of kinda like those people? Nobody thinks they're rich, really. You know what I mean?
0: Like That's- it's always the next <laughs> guy. i I don't have money like that guy. I'm not rich. You know what I mean? Yeah. When. Uh, I think it's kind of like that. I, you're not a fan. Fina- I wouldn't say I've seen worse or better,
1: depending on your perspective. But well, I think I think what, that's what is so interesting about being a fan. When you were saying, you know, you know, like I I was a, such a huge fan of the movies as a kid. I, I I read everything I could about Walt Disney animation and movies, and so I think I'm this huge. I, I kind of thought I, I'm probably unusual. Then I start to meet people that. Did live in Florida and were park experts, and I'm thinking, I, I don't know any of this. Yeah. Where, you know, I, this information you you only know if you live in Orlando or you live in Anaheim. You would never know all this information. So yeah, it's interesting, but I, um, but there are a lot of different kind of fans. Yep. I mean, some people, you know, dress. Disney every day. Some people have their houses decorating Disney. I mean, there's I've a lot tattoos. of Disney merchandise people are buying. I go to the parks and you see all these, all this merchandise and you go, people are buying this. It's, yeah. it's a lot of, a lot of variety out there, different type fans. There's animation fans, there's parks fans, there's a mix of everything. It's, it's one of the, but I, yeah, it's like, it is, is interesting to think about why, why do you love this so much? Mm-hmm. Why is this such a big part of, of, of my life? Well, I hope people get that from this podcast, too. Like yeah. this is we, we like
0: to talk about the news and issues and our top lists and all that sort of things. But we also are fascinated with fandom in general. And I think the discussions is inter- really interesting to me. Yeah. Like um, why we like what we like.
1: Why would, what- I stand in, why would I stand in line for 10 hours for something? Why would I? Which I, I really haven't ever done that. But yeah. I did. I, I was up. At three thirty in the morning, Ubering over, getting ready to go to Uber over to Hollywood Studios yep. to stand in line. And I really I really we really wanted to be there a little bit earlier. I'm glad in the in the end that we five o'clock was plenty of time to be there, but well, in yeah. a future episode, I'd love to
0: do a list on of uh, uh, we do some when we do some list podcasts, um, like favorite restaurants. Because there's a restaurant in Disney Springs that I go out of my way anytime I'm in the Orlando area or in Central Florida, even if I'm not going to Disney, uh-huh. that I'll try to find a way to get to. Is and it still there? Oh yeah, I go. I went actually um, so many, this past like summer. Things
1: are changing. Constantly. Um, it's
0: you're... at it's actually Bongos, okay, um, the Gloria Estefan owned yeah. restaurant. It's a kind of Cuban Spanish. F- player, there, but I know what you're talking it's about. It's fantastic. It's it's, It's, you know, um, it's Disney prices, you know, and I could probably find a small little Spanish restaurant in a hole in the wall that's really good. There are many. I actually know a couple um, that are fantastic. But there's just the atmosphere they usually have. There's a band playing. There's dancers. Um, I always get the seafood paella um, and share it with somebody with the lobster and the the scallop and and the, um, the mussels. And then, man, it's just fantastic. It's one of my favorites literally one of my that's, favorite restaurants. That's really
1: one of the things I hope in the in the next few years is we're kind of getting a different phase where our kids are a little bit older. I I really hope that when when I get back to the parks I can start doing new things. Like we've really not spent a lot of times in Disney Spring. Mm-hmm. We we the parks just dominate and the the you know and, and if you're at a resort, I mean it just takes it takes the precedent. There's just lots of things like that I want to do and yeah. I, I was telling my wife it's like, you know, at some point we're going to go just by ourselves. Well and and do all the eat all the cause you I watch all these vlogs and you see all these these incredible people going to eat all these incredible meals and it's like we've done some of that but not nearly to the level some people do. Again, I think there's a lot of I would love to do a survey at some point and go, what is your priority? Who prioritizes the attractions? As I was telling you like just a few weeks ago, I was talking to a friend, and he said, "Well, it doesn't matter if the lines are long because everybody goes to Disney for the parade and the fireworks." Right. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, I like that," but I go to ride. I'm going there for attractions, but yeah. there are other people that are there to meet characters. And when uh, we were amazed uh, when, when my son and I were out at Disneyland this fall. I mean, the first thing when we walk in, there's this huge line, and we were like, "What's the line for?" And it was people already stopping for a photo op. With that, this big Mickey jack-o'-lantern lantern first thing in the morning, and it was literally it had to have been an, a forty five minute line. Wow! That people, were... I mean, first thing in the morning, they're already lined up for it. Yeah, I mean, that's a different that's this a whole different thing. That you know, I, I we our kids were never really interested in meeting characters that sure. much, so we were just always hitting the rides and attractions and the shows. But people have a whole different. So many different fans have. Different part is every you ask somebody if they're a fan, they'll say yes, but you ask them a little bit more, you'll find out they probably have a whole different fandom in their sure. mind than you do, right? Well, that's
0: sort of an interesting thing, too. Like when I'm in Central Florida for whatever reason, um, I love Disney Springs because it doesn't take the investment either time or money. I don't have to invest a day. I may not have a day on the trip to go to a park. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's free. It's retail, you know, and, but you still get the Disney sort of aura and the magic and the signage and, and the great restaurants and kind of the atmosphere of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love. So I was there, I was there for some work related things and, uh, and just made sure that one of the nights we ate dinner. At Disney Springs, at Disney World. Matter of fact, I have a really good friend that travels with us. where I mean sometimes. That, you know, his his closest experience to Disney World was Disney Springs. I, I brought my youngest son. Hasn't been to the parks yet, right? Uh, and um, he, but he thinks he has because he's been to Disney Springs. You know, you guys
1: and you guys did the uh, virtual. Oh yeah, the Void VR. Yeah. Oh, that's there. Dude. See, I, w- I really wanted to do that really bad this we, Christmas, but we just couldn't work it out. We should talk
0: about that. But here's the thing: like when you're down, if you've already, I feel like it's one of those like if
1: you've already invested so much to be in the parks, right. You, you spend for your for time there. You pay for that ticket in that park. Yeah, and, and you're already dealing, and you're dealing with the crowds. So yes. every everything you're doing, you're you're going. Okay, I want to go do that, but we we probably won't do. Front of your land. I mean you're something's going off. Something has to yep. leave the 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 list. You can't at some point these days in
0: the works we do, there's there's some conference that's gonna be down there. Yeah. And you're gonna be down there staying in a hotel or an Airbnb or something like that. And it's a that's the perfect time to do the other stuff, I think.
1: Well we did plan we this past trip we did plan a day to go out to disney springs we did there's some shopping like our group actually split we had some that really wanted to shop they went a little bit earlier the rest of us were in the park we came over and the plan was to eat but it was so crowded Mm. everywhere we went it 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 was probably the biggest crowd we faced i mean just difficult moving wise was at disney springs which really just surprised me i guess there were so many locals and sure uh, you know, out well, there's there. a movie theater there. There's a
0: bowling bowling right. alley. Um, the restaurants. Yes. There's usually at the House of Blues. There's always a concert most nights of the right. week. Um, there's a lot going. The NBA experience is now open right. there. Um, there's yeah. a lot happening. The Lego store. That. Yeah. Um, there. There's an incredible. If your kids are. If anybody's into soccer. Um, there's an incredible soccer um, merch mm-hmm. uh, store with all the the players, the original jer- authentic jerseys, and all the different forms of them. And my, my kids love that store. There's a Marvel store. There's a Star Wars store. Um, it's all there, yeah. um, and then there's some great like dessert places, and um, yeah, we we love love Disney siren going by. Um, th- th- love the <laughs>
1: siren in here. I know we're in a studio.
0: <laughs> Interesting, um, but anyhow, yeah. Any, the only other Disney news I wanted to get to was kind of the we. I don't know why we say this. That's kind of the biggest news is that Hong Kong and Shanghai Disney are closed. Yeah, this week because of the coronavirus and, and
1: i heard that they that people were wearing masks at
0: disneyland did, well it, as apparently it's jumped the pond there's a few cases in the united states of this current coro- do you know anything about this coronavirus
1: I ju- I do you get just, scared about stuff like this does this bother you well i think i think anytime you're a parent you're always concerned about anything like that when you hear there's some strange virus and it's you know how long before they get it under control and yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not usually, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a germaphobe it, when it feels like it's around the world. I, I but I am, I, it, it's scary for those people and yeah. it's very, I, I'm actually, well, they're the, closed in the park. I yeah, mean, that's a big I mean, deal. You think that's a, yeah, that's a big deal for, for, for those, for those. Was that a Chinese government call or was that a Disney
0: call? I don't know. Or do you think they, it I, did,
1: I just, I knew it had happened, but I really didn't, I didn't read up anything on it. I okay. just saw it happen. Uh, so yeah, it's really, and i actually, you know, there's some people that were, were taking a trip over there that I, some people that I follow that online and uh, I wonder how many people that's going to change their plans yeah. and trips. It's uh, interesting. It also, uh, it's an interesting discussion about Disney um,
0: with um, natural disasters and how they handle some of those. You know, California has earthquakes. Um, Florida has hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, I know they, they've shut down. For hurricane warnings, mm-hmm. um, I assume as Disney. Do you know of
1: any Disneyland closures? For I'm not sure about Disneyland, uh, but I, I, you know, definitely knew that for some of the hurricanes, they've closed for a, yeah. a day or so. When you were growing up, do you remember living in Florida? If the park ever closing I, I don't actually. I'm pro- sure
0: during. I remember Andrew. Um and Andrew was a terrible hurricane right. for South Florida. Um but you never know how those things are going to turn. Yeah. And we lived in of course right between Tampa and Orlando. Okay. And where I lived it was we had very little impact. We got out of school. And um but I feel like Disney probably closed that day yeah. um for Andrew, but that's the, and I'm sure they have after that, but um I don't remember. I don't really recall.
1: Well, I know they I mean I know they've built it uh, to withstand, yeah. you know, things. And, you know, there's a big myth that the castle uh, disassembles in case of a hurricane. There's a big myth about that online. There's, I see a lot of myth debunking videos, and that's always in the list that, you know, no, the castle doesn't like a, come apart. It's like a transformer. And, or, or go underground. It's on a hydraulic or, system. Yeah, that people think it—I yeah. think it, probably people know it, it's hurricane—it's it, built to withstand a hurricane. And so they assume, well, it must go underground or something, but— I don't think any of that's really true. <laughs> so you're
0: in the middle of your year with Disney, and well, I'm not at the middle. I'm I'm still at it's. You're at the beginning of, of your year, beginning of Disney, of year of Disney, but you're in the process of your yeah, year of and Disney. And I'm moving
1: slowly. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of uh, surprised how slowly I move. But honestly, I think I've never I've never uh, coined this or heard this phrase coined before. But I think there might be something called Disney lag. Like when you come back from a Disney trip, like you're so <laughs> exhausted. Like I really was coming back from that trip, and I was going to hit all this material that I was going to watch, and it took it took a few uh, because I come back to work, I had a huge work schedule yeah. right back from the trip. But I, I'm making my way through. I mean, my goal is to. I'm I'm starting at the beginning. I'm trying to watch as many things as I can, and I'm reading some books too. Like uh, so, what I'm, what I decided to do is I'm. Uh, I'm going to try to watch as much material as I can that Walt created. I'm really, from a kid, was fascinated with Walt and Walt's story, how all this came about. That's, that's a lot of my fandom is based on his story. It just, as a kid even, it just really fascinated me. And so I love reading biographies. Uh, I found this cool book called uh, Walt Before Mickey. And it all focuses on a ten-year period, 1919 to 1928, when he goes, uh, when he when he when he creates Mickey Mouse. So it's all about. All the things he did before Mickey Mouse, the the rises, the falls, the successes, the failures, everything he did. And it's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I'm reading the book, and it talks about the first thing he created were these series, this series of films called Newman Lafogagrams. I think we talked about this last time. These short little one-minute things for a local news. Uh, for a local theater, little news, little newsreels. Then he goes on to develop this uh, series. First animation he's ever done. And he actually fascinating that he actually draws this. Like he's, he's not just later, like in later years where he's hiring artists, he's doing a lot of the work and doing Mm -hmm. a lot of the drawing himself. And, uh, Interesting, and you could, a lot of these things you can find them online. Disney hasn't put a lot, out a lot of this stuff. It's a bonus feature kind of material on some DVDs and things, but uh, it's really interesting. And um, so I'm watching as I'm reading the book, and it's telling the order of things. I'm kind of watching the stuff. So I'm about I'm I'm about to get up to the Oz where he creates Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, which is going to be. Uh, a big part of the story that's going to lead To the creation of Mickey Mouse And him moving out to California But it's really, there was, there were a lot of things That were really fascinating to read about So far, and I'm, again, I'm just in the first 1919 to 1922 One, it's amazing to watch these movies and to realize There's the first cartoons he does That are like seven, eight minutes long These shorts, they're a hundred years old Wow There's Disney content out there now that's a hundred years that's old That's hard to believe yeah and the other one of other a lot of things that were really um uh interesting like with, with, with his first job as a right back from World War 1 and he gets a job with uh, the Gray Advertising Agency, and the first per- one of the first people he meets is a guy named Ub Iwerks, who's going to go on to be one of his longtime collaborators. Mm. He's going go to go, he's going to stay with him off and on for many, many years, all the way to the 1960s, and then. Uh, but as the first animator, really of Mickey Mouse, he's going to be the one that when they create him you know, Ub is going to be the one that does most of those steamboat Willie playing crazy. Those early Mickey mouse cartoons, he's going to animate most of it by himself wow. with, with Disney's direction. Cause things are going to start shifting, but he's already with up like from the very beginning. And when they, they work for this advertising agency for a while, then they, uh, they decide to form their own company. And he's, you can see that Disney's trying all these different things just to find his place. He's interested in live action. He's interested in animation, but really interesting story. And not just uh but he, early on he's also surrounds himself with these other artists like Ru- Rudolf Ising who's going to go on to work with Warner Brothers he's he's got uh, this guy named Hugh Harmon uh, there's just several uh, that they were all right there in Kansas City developing this. They're all going to end out up out in California doing, you know, historic things and mm-hmm. animation that they were all right there together. I also was really as I mean, again, you just, when you're when you're reading about all these things he's doing and you're going, he's 20. Wow. He's 20. He's pulling. He's starting all this. And he's only 20 years old. And uh, this book, one of the things I like about this book. Is that it's, it's very factual. It's, it's it's based on a lot of interviews right. and a lot of a uh, lot of interviews with Walt Disney himself that that have been handed down through the years. And he's done a lot of re- uh, research on different records and things like that. But it um, it really uh, shows a lot of information. Just. Uh, just the people that surrounded him, the people that really believed in him. And so even when he's going through these rough financial things, you know, he he, he develops these these laugh-ograms, uh, these anim- this series of animated films, and the distributor goes bankrupt. So basically, he's done all this work, he has no income coming in, and basically, he's going to go bankrupt. And uh, but there there were always people there that were trying to help him, and uh, I was thinking that when you think how many people must have really believed in him mm. from the very beginning. And it also seems that he just never got discouraged. I mean, very few people would would have, there were very few comments from people through the years of times when he was discouraged. If he if he was, it was for a short period. He had a way of of somehow getting back on the positive side and going, well, if that didn't work, I'll I'll try this or I'll go to California, I'll yeah. I'll try this. I mean really amazing
0: uh one of the great innovators in of our time. I and mean, really when yeah. you start when you put it in those terms, I heard a recent interview with Elon Musk talking about how people think, well, he's just got plenty of money. If if Tesla goes under, you know, he's you know he's fine and yeah. he says no you don't understand those of us who do something when he did paypal he said everything i had was in that if it sank i sank mm-hmm. everything i have right now is in tesla and spacex if it sinks i sink everything i have is in this cuz i believe in it my heart and soul's in it mm-hmm. and i think all whether it's steve jobs or whether it's bill gates mm-hmm. or or henry ford Everything they have is is into this sink or swim, and to do something kind of legendary, to do something that that's truly great, right. um, it, it almost takes that kind of mentality that I. If this doesn't work, I'm going to try something else until it does, because I don't really have any right. other options here. This is what I want to do. Yeah, that's inspiring. Well,
1: I don't know what, that's one of the. And even even where I am at the end of this story right here, he's he has the 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 Laugh-O-Gram films financially it's not so he does this new film called Alice Alice in Wonderland it's, he decides I'll put it was very popular at the time there was a character out uh, called the series called Out of the Inkwell and this this animated clown came out of the out of the bottle of ink and worked it around in a live action world so he said well I'll do I'll do the opposite I'll put a live action girl into an animated film so that's like he tries this he ends up going to California where they, they continue that series on but when they finally find a for that, they make like fifteen hundred dollars, which would have been a lot of money mm-hmm. in nineteen twenty four. Yeah, and uh, and it was probably I think they said they made about seven hundred. They spent about seven hundred on it, so they get fifteen hundred. Well, they take that next. They take that profit. All of it goes right back mm-hmm. into the next yeah. thing. And if you watch his whole life, he's constantly doing that. Does it seem like everything? Say- he wouldn't have built. He wouldn't have built Disneyland. Uh, if he hadn't been investing himself, he he's not playing it safe at all. He's constantly everything they make goes back into the next thing. Yeah. It wasn't about you can really see it wasn't about the money. Mm. It was about creating, getting and it right. The money was just a means to get to the next thing, sure, and to do the next big thing. So now that's inspiring. I think most people in their
0: in their daily lives and jobs, and if you're in anything creative or if you even in your hobbies that yeah. you you want to like not wor- not have the 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 restraints of budgets and costs right. to be the motivating factor. Yeah. Again, that's for some people is a fantasy word. that's a, maybe a pot, it's something we all dream about, but yeah. to truly operate like that, like I'm not going to be deterred because here are the list of all the list of reasons why I can't do it. Right. I'm just going to, we'll figure that out when it comes
1: up, we're going to do this. Yeah. Can you imagine if after that first series of fairy tales, didn't find a distributor, if he had just quit. Yeah. Like to mm. think about all that wouldn't be here today. Insane to think about if he had not, if he had just said this is too hard. The interesting, it was a great quote. It's actually one of his quotes. He actually, he almost thought he had missed it. He thought animation's been around about six years, and I just haven't gotten in on it early enough. Wow. That he actually makes that quote at some point. And I think his brother Roy was still trying to encourage him to keep on and say, I think you should keep trying. But he actually, there was a point where he thought, I've missed the curve. Wow. I've missed this six year curve. I thought that was really amazing that a hundred years ago they were thinking, I've missed the, I've missed the animation curve. It's too late so for so many me. lessons. If I'd been here five years earlier, it's different. But I've yeah. how many it. people are sitting there
0: thinking about things they would love to do and think, well, I'm just too late. Hey,
1: I mean, it happens all the time still today. There's industries are constantly changing and things happen so fast. Yeah. And you think, man, I'd like to do that. And then you think, ah, oh, well, it's too late. I've missed the curve. I would need, need to have done that 10 years ago. Now it's too late. But that's a great uh, a point where here, here here was one of our great innovators that thought, I've missed the curve. It's just too late. Maybe I've maybe I go into live action, I just do something else completely different. But yeah, there was a, there seemed like there was a season there where it could have all gone sure up in smoke. Oh my goodness.
0: Um, but I think this is a great place kind of to wrap it up. I mean, yeah. when we talk about why I love Disney, um, right. it, it, as you, as you sit and we have this conversation about that in particular, what you're reading, man, I love Disney because of the way it inspires me to dream. It inspires me in my cre- creativity, inspires me in my business that you just telling me right there. It makes me want to like, I want to, go work harder. Yeah. I want to put more effort into the creative things that I do. Yeah. And um it, and not worry about all the reasons why I can't do it. It's incredibly inspiring. Yeah, and I is. think Disney as a company that's kind of become and en- woven in their culture, just everything they put out with excellence and 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 it's just kind of the spirit of Walt Disney that no, we're going to do things right and, right and everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. Um that's inspiring to me and that's why I love Disney. I
1: You want to close us up here? (laughs) That's why I love Disney as well. Hope you guys do, and uh, we'd love to hear your comments and things that you love about Disney. Always, uh, you can check us out uh, on our uh, webpage, whyilovedisney.com, and uh, let us know why you love Disney.
0: Thanks for listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so through our website at whyilovedisney.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Why I Love Disney. Have a great week. See you next time.